Hello and welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the curmudgeonly yet open-minded musings of two guys in their early 40s as they stared on the prospect of their entertainment irrelevance. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry of America Caesar Enterprises. And with me, as always, is Mr. Noah Tarnow of the Big Quiz Thing. Thank you, Bill Scurry. I am here. I am ready to go. We are, we are still doing the live recording in the actual same room uh, edition, our third such edition of the show. Brigadoon has brought you to me yes, for we are, a short period of time. Yes, we are together. Only, this will be the last one for the foreseeable future. That's it. And then, yeah. and then I will soon be back on the West Coast where we will do it through the magic of telephonic technology. Back to the cold desert of pixels and bytes. Yes. And the inside, as we travel through the inside of Tron to get to one another. Yes, exactly. It's always, yeah, Tron was really the... David Warner and Jeff Bridges. The alternate, the ultimate, ultimate. Never mind. A joke and I can't even pronounce a word. So this week, our topic is cup stacking. Cup, uh, sport stacking. Sport stacking. Is the preferred term, sir. Is the preferred term, sir. Sports stacking is a facile yet popular activity oh, we already know which your began opinion. in Oceanside, California by a guy named Wayne Godinet at a boys and girls club. It was a local hobby uh, which featured local tournaments called the National Cup Stacking Championship. The phenomenon culminated in an appearance on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1990 of all weird things. That national exposure spread the sport and a Colorado gym teacher, an enterprising young man by the name of Bob Fox, started mass-producing the accoutrement of sport cup stacking for profit. The sport is essentially just the timed assembly of pyramids from collapsed stacks of cups. Very simple. Yep. And the subsequent disassembly thereof in, like I said, a time limit. The current record uh, for the common 363 cup configurations is some kid named Chan Kang Yen, uh, from Malaysia, I believe. Wow. Uh, he just set that record on June 4. 1.779 seconds. This is one of the more obscure things. I have. I was, don't think it's that obscure. It's no, to freaking me, Ellen, man. To me, uh, I did not see this. I did not know the existence of this until about a month and a half ago. I was watching the Amazing Race, and they were in um, uh, Taipei, I believe, or maybe it was no, it was Seoul. And what one are of the you racist, racist. One it's of all the, the same year, right? One of the things that they asked them to do in the Amazing Race was to get their cup stacking game under something like three seconds. And so they were watching these kids, they were taught by these kids, and you know, in order to get through the pit stop, you had to stack these cups. I had never seen this before, and I thought, you know what, there's something about this, it looks really familiar, I bet this is a thing. And it turns out it was a thing. It's for kids, but ironically it was around when we were kids. If, yes. if it goes back to like 1980, this isn't something that we were aware of. On I, I had no idea this existed. I was dimly aware of this until you, you mentioned this as a, pop, uh, as a possible topic for the podcast. Mm -hmm. What do you make cup of this? Stacking. What do you make <laughs> cup stacking? What do you? What the well, fuck? I, I, uh, I, I don't think it's bad. I, I watched a bunch of these videos, and there's, there's absolute skill here. I can't, I cannot do this, dude. It is I like, cannot what? do this. Yeah, no I mean, shit. it's you watch this, and these, the speed at which these kids move is dizzying. I used to be huge. Uh, used to watch a lot of videos, buy a lot of VHS tapes of uh, the Who. Still one of my favorite rock bands. And one of the things I loved the most about the Who was Keith Moon who, oh God, what a great drummer that dude was. And you would watch him drum, and it would be like, has this tape been sped up? It's amazing. Press the digitation. Right, yeah. you look at it and it's like, geez, this guy's like moving at superhuman speed. And I look at these kids and I'm, I don't wanna say blown away, because A, it's a cliche, and I'm not quite blown away, but um, I'm impressed. And it's, you know, thousands of hours of practice. It takes skill, it takes practice. I can't do it. 
Uh, it's mildly diverting to watch. It's limited. I mean, there's a 363, and then the, the something, something, the 1101. The 131 as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever. I, I think the standard thing is out of 12, right? Yeah. And I kept looking for videos of like other weird things people now build a pair. And I, I saw one where a kid was doing it, where the cups are upside down. I saw one when the kid was doing it blindfolded. But there really doesn't seem to be a whole lot of variation. That makes me, you know, the entertainment value is somewhat limited. You know, like some of our earlier topics, fidget spinners, slime. Like, yeah, this is kind of cool, but like, all right, after a certain point, I've, I've exhausted the potential of this. So I don't see myself watching this very much. It's practice, it's skill. It's anytime a kid is encouraged to put their mind to something and succeed and push themselves, you know, that's good. It teaches industriousness. You know, they say, oh, it's good for hand-eye coordination, which always makes me laugh because I remember when we were kids and like video games were first becoming really hot. And they're like, no, video games are good for you. They teach hand-eye coordination. Like that's the, the greatest good known to mankind. <laughs> hand-eye coordination, the only real skill you need. Like it was the one scrap of like that's what the nutrition they could find in video games. That's what the pioneers used when they yeah. settled the West was hand-eye hand -eye coordination. coordination. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to watch that much of it. And I'm probably not even going to try. I kind of want to try it. I mean, I certainly don't want to spend hours doing it. I have no um, interest in trying it. I, but it's it's limited. And they're doing it like national competitions, international competitions. They're in some junior kind of Olympics thing. I mean, do not be surprised if this is an Olympic sport in the next 20 years. Let, let me ask you this. Yeah. Well, let, I want to hear your opinion first. I, I have a question for you. Okay. I have two questions about this. But let's hear your opinion. I think I, I agree with you for the most part is that it's, it strikes me that this is a simple drill. It, whether or not it's the variance of how many cups you use and what, what sort right. of, what the desired stack you're building is, it's a drill. It's mechanical. It's yes. muscle memory. Yeah. I mean. But I, that takes work, man. Oh, of course it takes work. Look, there's, I'm not going to dispute that. I mean, how, how in any ways is that different than gymnastics? I mean, gymnastics takes more skill, yes. I mean, I, more I was injury. actually, you know what I was going to, I was going to make an allusion to um, uh, high diving. Because high okay. diving, for the most part, when you watch Olympic high diving, well, I don't, I don't want to speak for you. When I watch Olympic <laughs> high diving, I hate the second person. You don't know what I'm doing while I watch Olympic I'm high diving. With, I'm playing with slime, if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, call back. I'm playing with my fidget cube, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I'm sliming my fidget cube. I'm sliming my fidget cube. <laughs> but Olympic high, high diving to me, looks so mechanical and so repetitive. And people are, it's much like running. Um, there's no, it's merely getting there faster. Right. And, and I mean, running is even more mechanical in that it's a distance. And I guess that because it's speed and propulsion, but there's not necessarily any art to it that I see. I'm not saying there isn't uh, art. There is. There's, 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 you know, when you're really into it, like I watched a video where they talked about, you know, the strategy, they have to hit the timer before they start the stack and they end yeah, the timer. Sure. That's part of the challenge. And like strategies for like how to position your hand on the timer. Yeah. So, because we're talking about hundredths of a second here, how to position your hand on the timer so that you most quickly can grab the first yeah. cup. You leave and return to the thing. I mean, they're, 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 they're slicing this so finely. And, but it's so imperceptible. Like the idea that you're just watching. Yeah. Like maybe but that's why you use a clock. If you're into the game, then all that shit means something to you. But if you're just sort of watching it as a bystander, and if you're looking yeah. at it like it's this alien phenomenon. Yeah, it, 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 there's limited entertainment value for the spectator. Right, and it's like, it's the, the fine points, the finesses are so kind of overblown within the sport. It's like, it means something so much more to you than it means to someone just who's standing three inches to right. your left. And the, like I said, the Olympic diving, I remember one Olympics watching all these divers, 
and they each looked like they were doing the same exact thing. <laughs> they, it was it was the same amount, and I'm like, they're just drilling out the same thing. And it's like, I imagine the fucking years these people took out of their lives yeah. working yeah. on how tight the curl was. Yeah. And it's like, but they're not doing more spins. They're not doing different curls. Everyone's repeating the same gesture yeah. to get to the water as clean as possible. And what they're doing is they're shaving uh, style points. At that point, there's no, that's that's a subjective That sport. That seems even crazier because that is subjective. It's yeah. not about a digital clock that can yeah. measure to thousands of a second yeah, or whatever. Right, exactly. You have to just look at it and make a judgment. Right. A new, 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 Which new, is so uh, arbitrary for my it's mind. So arbitrary, exactly. This is different. I mean, obviously this has to do with shaving uh, tenths of a second off. So it's without the propulsion of sprint running or something that has this natural dynamism to it. Right. It's a spasm of prestidigitation. And it looks like to me, uh, I doesn't make me want to do it, but I also don't understand what keeps people into it. How crazy does the competition get? Because watching these these kids, and I'm not saying adults don't do it, because they do, but it, this is a kids game. It really is below 19 or 20. That's yeah, like, it looks like that's most of the people competing. Like 12 are, to 15, 16, yeah. yeah, 17 years old. There's something incredibly compelling. I guess if you're called to it, and if you just have this innately inside of you, you find that this must just activate some chemical endorphin that where it just opens, you, un unlocks. Or you game. realize you're good at it and you run with it. You, you described in an email to me earlier today as, I hate this, this is the Lana Del Rey of sports, <laughs> which, my question for you, I think that is a way too harsh assessment. I compare it to bowling. Bowling is something, I get why people bowl. Because you want to, you know, it's kind of fun, it's kind of diverting, and it's social. Social, social, more social than most sports. And anyone can do it. You don't have to be in shape to bowl. But the fact that bowling has like US Opens, and I don't know if it's in the Olympics, but it's got big competitions and they're professional bowlers, and there's freaking bowling on TV. How good can you get at bowling? You knock down all the pins, you're done. There's no higher number than 300 in bowling. <laughs> like, true. how do you get better at bowling? Like, the best bowler knocks down all the pins. I mean, Every it's time. just, it's, it seems very limited there's as a, a cap. sport there's to a me. Cap to, there's a cap to right. perfection, yeah. And I, dude, you want to talk about physical skill, I'm sorry, I'm more impressed with a cup stacker than a bowler. And it just seems very limited to me. So bowling can inspire a whole, per if there could be professional bowlers and power strokers and all this nonsense, I think there can be, if bowling's a sport, cup stacking's a sport. In fact, I give more credit to cup stacking than bowling. That's fine, that's fine. And to the extent I want to try cup stacking is the same as want to try bowling. I want to do it once a year. Cup stacking is easier, I don't have to pay anyone. Stacking started in a California Boys and Girls Club in the early 80s. This is patent number 4,586,709 for the original cup holding device. But kids and PE teachers embraced it far beyond Oceanside, California. So why is cup stacking popular? Cup stacking is fun to watch in very small doses. So it is a, it's easy to do. They, they do sell special cups, but you can practice with solo cups, whatever. It is entertaining in small doses, so it is well suited for the age of the one minute video. So it's something very easy to share with. Okay. Hey, look at this guy, you know, do the, the one ten one blindfolded in 2.3 seconds or whatever. It makes for a fun, really quick video. So yeah, how about that? And then again, like everything that gets popular online, it won the viral lottery, maybe. One, the right person did it, or the right person uploaded it, and it got sticky. 
and the tipping point, the Malcolm Gladwell tipping point was reached and it got popular and I like it, so he likes it, so she likes it, so they like it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that is, that is my theory. I, if I thought some more about it, I probably could have distilled that same thing you just said, but I, I, it strikes me as being so simple that I didn't even think of it. And I, I don't know why it's popular, other than why is anything popular? Why, once you described, maybe it was on our first, second, or third episode, you said, why don't I just poke the corner of my eye and see and look at this, <laughs> and look at this, <laughs> the clusters that what I- What was that for? I can't remember. It was, it was something really stupid. Was it? Was it Hearthstone? Was it? Was no. It, I, was it ASMR? No, it wasn't. No, no. It was like it was way at the beginning, yeah. and it was like, yeah. I kept thinking of this, like, yeah, I could watch kids stack cups, or I could poke. I can close my eyelid yeah. and press against the uh, surface of my yeah, eye and see and, the little swirls and, and stuff. see the little swirls. And yeah, that's like, great. And I get just as much yeah. enjoyment out of watching that as I does as I do this. And it's like, not only would I not want to do this, and of course, I totally acknowledge the fact that you you do you you may never see hands move fast enough, other than watching Keith Moon or yeah. Buddy Rich. Yeah. Which obviously, to me, that those, those mean a lot more to me than this because I well, feel they're like creating art. They're creating art. There's something to it. This is this is and there just, isn't a variation here. Like if they were building these wacky towers, like almost sandcastle building, it's like it's a if, drill. Yeah, if someone right. just like took, it's like here's six quarters, and they just spent the rest of the, the they spent four years just like moving three quarters around, and it's like congratulations, you moved three quarters around. It's like yeah. it's much but like, they, but they but they set a goal and they exceeded it. I know it's, I, it's I, a I, bet with your. It's like that Simpsons episode. I made a game out of it. I saw how many times I could bounce the basketball and then tried to beat my record. You know. Something you do when you're bored. We're all bored, Bill. It's punch buggy. It's like competitive punch we buggy. we got to find some way to like. occupy our hands. That's what, you know, actually it's interesting. It's like, it, are we so bored? Are we so bereft of, of amusement <laughs> that stacking cups <laughs> is the, where we're at? The answer is yes, Bill. Oh. The answer is yes. Conversely, the, it's, it's the paralysis of choice. There's so many things to read, see, and do. This is why we check out. It's like, what is left that it's like you found, oh, what's this? I could zip and unzip this bag for a hundred times. Yeah. How quickly can you do that? Oh, Jesus, it's enormous. Look, the entire continent of, of Pan-Asia <laughs> is, is, is like they're teaching kids in school. <laughs> and not only that, but it, it's like how much better can you get? Like w if this thing is 40 years old, 30 years old, 35 yes, years old. Yeah, it's 30, like, 30. and the record is at 1.779 seconds. Yeah, what like, they're never, never going to beat it. How, but it's like, how, what's the point of well, beating it? Well, can we say like beating the four minute mile? I mean, they're, you know, over time it's going to taper off. Right. I mean, and it's like, these guys keep beating themselves, but it's like fractions of a second is technically a world record. But there's, I mean, I'm, and I'm not trying to shit on people who achieve, I don't, as a guy who doesn't achieve anything. Yeah, you can't do this. I can't do anything. I can't do this. I can't do a goddamn thing. No, yeah. I had to help me wipe today. That's how helpless I am. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not shitting on people. That is who, not true. No, he didn't help me. That's why it's not <laughs> <Hey> true. Hey-oh. <laughs> Slime. Uh, <laughs> like some of the other topics, a lot of what we talk about on the show is just democratic. Yeah. The tools of doing are deposited right into your lap. So if it's not a Bruno Mars, if it's not culture that we're observing, it's something that's participatory, like acapella. And again, acapella, one of the things we talked about is that you don't need to spend money on a violin or a no. guitar or an amp or no. a drum kit. You it's just, just need to pay tuition to an Ivy League school. And, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you, know, you have the thing in front of you, and the same thing with slime recently, which is it's just powder and water and yeah. it's like you can assemble that pretty easy buy going on supermarket, right. yeah right and it's like this is as simple as you can get if you if you buy regulation stuff there's a cost incurred but it seems like yeah. if you think you might be good at this you can get into it and you know if you want to measure in the social media aspect of performance 
where you make a YouTube channel uh, or a Snapchat channel out of you doing this, then you have an intersection of popularity. There you go. And is there a trick to it? Is, is it a memorization thing or what is it? Well, there's just certain patterns I have to do and you just get used to them after a while. And, and how often do you practice? I practice at least an hour a day. All right, well, let's go over here. Really, I can't even tell you. This is just, let's go over here and show people. This, it, if you see it on tape, it looks like you're speeding up the tape. Uh, if you were a kid, would you be into this? No, no, this is just, this is so cold, it's so simple, it's so, um, it's just, just there's zip, fucking zip there, there's nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I, it just, it just well, looks you, like a stack of things. So you take no joy in the prospect of excelling at anything? If it's something I could excel at, I mean, this, this so, so there's no joy for you because you don't believe that you or a 2017 12-year-old oh, yeah. version of you could succeed at, at cup stacking. Yeah, and you know, actually, this might even pay into that. Again, it says a lot about me. This could pay into why do I? Why am I so either cold, befuddled, or actively disliking this? And you know, it comes down to the idea jealousy. Then. Jealousy. Well, we'll right. get to that. Right, we'll get to that. But it's, it's the point is, if I was a kid, I just you know, I don't have the hands for this thing. I just don't have. The, I have very slow reflexes. You know, I can't catch a break can't catch a break i can't catch hey, a slime yeah and when we were in gym class and they would like pop fly balls at yeah. you and it's like i that whole gym experience was designed to humiliate me for x amount of years of school it was there was no other reason That's why they designed the, it yes kennedy and the and the presidential physical fitness thing and, and ronald reagan and mr <laughs> t and all that was only reason arnold, was schwarzenegger, was, not arnold schwarzenegger was put in there to humiliate me in front of people to get me to be called various feminine epithets yes. and to make me feel terrible about myself. And a feeling that pervades this that day. Was, it's a, that was the concept behind public school and physical education. Yes. And Easter to, Seals to too. To torture Bill Scurry, yes. Exactly. I don't have the hands, I don't have the reflexes. In addition to not being interested in the thing, the actual mechanism does not scratch some itch where I feel right. like thousands of hours of this, of repetitive muscle memory, <laughs> are somehow gonna make my life better. Uh, so I, probably wouldn't have been into it. I definitely would have tried it because I was a miserably bad athlete. It's a, it's a gateway cup. It's a gateway cup. Uh, I, I was a miserably bad athlete as a child. I still am. Basically anything that can loosely be described as a sport, I am bad at. So I think despite that, I always fantasized like discovering the physical thing that would be, you know, uh, that I would be a whiz at and like, you know, that being my thing. You know, I latched onto a few physical activities, like this will be my thing, and like realized I sucked and it was hard work, and I don't, I don't mind hard work, I hate hard physical work. I think I would've tried it because it would've looked easy and a low bar to entry, and I probably would've crapped out in it after an afternoon. Who knows, I've never really thought about whether I have fast hands. So who knows, maybe I would've gone, hey, I'm okay, and I would've spent time doing it. Probably not. It probably wouldn't have engaged me enough and I would have given up on it. Mm -hmm. uh, whether I would have watched these videos, I think it would be the same as now. Like, I watched a few, I get the point. These guys move super fast, the stacks all look the same, done. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I always like idly building stuff with my hands. So, I'd be that kid who would probably, you know, the, the kid at school who's setting the record and everyone's watching excited, I'd be on the side, like, stacking the cups, you know, upside down and making, just for fun, like making castles and stuff. Very slowly. Yeah, and just, yeah. just to amuse myself. But you don't, you don't get on any national teams doing that. I have to teach you now, right? Yeah, sure. Well, okay. what do I do here? So make a pyramid. You have four on the bottom. Four on the bottom, yeah. And you're trying to go for speed, 
Uh-huh. And formation. Yep. And, oh, no. Yep. So then you want to, like, once you have them in the pyramid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, 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 I went to a different school. Uh, <laughs> so is cup stacking a sign of the apocalypse? No, not at all. I do have one problem with it. Why is, are there separate male and female divisions? Oh, I didn't know that. I saw that. Okay. What possible reason could there be for that? What possible physical difference between male and female can affect cup stacking? Are you saying one gender has better hand-eye coordination? Are you saying one gender moves their hands more quickly? There is no upper body strength involved. There is no lower body strength involved. I mean, I'm down on unnecessary gender differences to begin with. I've often said this transgender bathroom debate is absurd on so many levels, number one of which I don't understand why there are separate gender bathrooms to begin with, but that's a whole other story. Uh, why, I understand why there are separate men and women basketball or baseball, softball, whatever. Why would you separate cup stacking by gender? It makes no sense to me. Well, I, so, so, so that's a possible sign of the apocalypse that we gender everything. We're just digging ourselves deeper in a pit. But yeah. whatever. I'm, that, who cares? I, it looked to me like the 20 lowest scores were all males. And I wonder, and I mean, whether I don't think that's necessarily just parsing out men from women. I think the lowest achievable scores so far by human beings on Earth were all males. The only thing I can think of is that you're giving women a chance to actually be represented by segregating male and female score populations because the men, by coincidence, by dint of coincidence, are the ones who are overwhelmingly the low scorers. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, well look, there are cultural reasons that boys are encouraged to be more competitive, physical, even, even something that's mildly physical like this, more physically competitive than girls. It could be like when we talked about slime. Why was slime primarily female? Just because it got branded female and then boys didn't want to do it. It might be similar, you know, not just cup stacking, but any physical competition got branded male and girls don't want to do it. I, I know so little about physiology, but I cannot see a possible physical reason why boys and girls will have different, you know, uh, uh, be on different levels and not be able to compete with each other. Maybe, maybe menstrual blood ruins Come on. men's scores. Yes, I, exactly. I'm, I'm reaching grasping here. Well, women have to stop every two seconds to, uh, to pee, to ask, pee for directions. And to ask for directions and to <laughs> talk <laughs> gossip with their friends and, and to, to vote against uh, Trump care. I don't know. I mean, it's not a sign of the apocalypse. It's fine. I mean, if it becomes uh, the most popular sport in the United States and we're, we're using tax money to build stadiums for cup stacking <laughs> and, you know, everyone, everyone on the subway in New York City is wearing hats from the, from the New York cup stacking team, then it will be a sign of the apocalypse. If it reaches the level of, of sports that are like, you know, baseball, basketball, football, not, um, not that I love those things, but like they take a broader range of talents and abilities, then I will be worried. I think cup stacking is a sign of the micropocalypse. Micropocalypse? Yeah. Micropolypse? I, it's, such, it's such a facile thing. There's, it's so primitive. It's so basic. It's, there's nothing to it. And so like competitive zipper pulling. Competitive zipper pulling, yeah. like I said. I just feel like they're, I, uh, the outsized appeal of it that goes across cultural borders, which, you know, again, you're not just talking about an American phenomenon. It's a, it's a, it's a pan-cultural phenomenon. It exceeds the innate appeal in a way that I just can't buy into what is interesting about it. Obviously, it's not just an Anglo tradition um, like the Highland Games, you know, never transcended Scotland, or maybe it's in Canada, but people aren't throwing gigantic right. tree logs in Korea. Well, if you watch ESPN late at night, you see that you crap would think all the they time. Are. Yeah, the guy's racing to 
to chainsaw through chainsaw logs. Chainsaw through logs, exactly. Yeah, it's like some of that stuff has a very limited import, and that stuff is more complex. It's more obscure. There are more Byzantine details to it. This has no Byzantine details. It's just pretty simple, which is maybe why, like, like you know, soccer, all you needed was a goal, something signifying a goal and a ball, yeah. and you can play it in Africa, you yeah. can play it in Brazil, yeah. you can play it in... in uh, so uh, cup, cup stacking is going to be the number one sport in uh, Africa pretty soon. Uh, they don't have cups. They, they never cups. got that far. Stone stacking? Sorry to tell you. It'll be stone stacking. Uh, soccer played with rocks. Soccer. That's the next thing. So mean. So I, I kind of feel like it, it, it is the sign of the apocalypse to some degree because I just feel like everyone is pointing at the circle. They're, everyone is, is, is looking and genuflecting at this single pinprick but, of oh, light. Come on, everyone is looking and genuflecting? I mean, that's my point. It's not at the level of pro sports. If it were, I'd agree with you. Incalculable amounts of young kids around the globe. No, calculable amounts of young kids around. Incalculable. I have dysneumoralgia. There's no way I can get up that high in my life. Yeah, it's probably outsized the popularity, but so are a lot of stupid things. Yeah, that's where we're getting through them all one podcast at a time. I know. Look, hey, we, you know, I don't understand football, but that dwarf, I mean, how many exponential levels does that, does the popularity of that? That shit kills people. When you become a speed stacking pro, you need to optimize for the milliseconds like Jiwei Wu does. I started stacking when I was in sixth grade, so I was 12 at that time, and I was introduced to an PE class, so, and we've been practicing since then. That means breaking down the quirks of the timer, cups, and different competition formats to get record-breaking times. Is your hatred of this, is that, uh, is that dislike? A sign of your jealousy. I think so. It's the jealousy of not being... <laughs> Look how easily you admit your flaws. I not, like that about you. Not being able... Sure. Knowing full well... And again, it's not something I'm interested in doing, but it's something I know I couldn't do. And so it creates... It's an insecurity of thinking, well, there's a performance anxiety here that's innate. You know, Wayne Gretzky says you don't take... What is it? You don't make 100% yeah. of, the of the shots you don't, you don't take. take yeah. And I think... I, I've always countered it by saying, no, you don't lose <laughs> any of the shots that you yes. don't take They either. say quitters never win, but what they also don't tell you is quitters never lose. Quitters have a... Uh, except in the grand scheme of life. Sterling record. Except, yeah. except they never lose except they are losers. Except in anything that matters. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and so it's like, I hate engaging in things that there's no chance of me losing. I mean, no chance of me winning. Yeah, you're like my dad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, there's something conditional. I mean, I'm a very, very competitive person. The thing is, no one would ever know that about me because I don't compete in anything. <laughs> I have my entire life, I would say the last time I competed in something with any, with any seriousness, I'm being totally, totally honest here, was spelling bees in fifth and sixth grade. You come to, but when I do public quiz shows, you come to those and you compete. It is, but at least and I you're can, on a pretty competitive we team. We can lose as a group. And I don't, oh, I, will, I see. It I dilutes it. Dilutes it, No yeah. one's blaming you. Exactly. No one's right. blaming It's not my fault. But All right. You are jealous. Uh, am I jealous? A little. A little. Because, you know, I am uh, talk about this a lot. I'm a very hard worker. Put a lot of work into things. And I get very jealous of people who succeed in fields that are at all similar to mine with what I view, rightly or wrongly, as less effort. So, I mean, these people, but by the same token, I respect effort. And I really respect that these kids put the hours and the hours and the hours and the hours and they study the strategies and they work at it and they, they probably watch films and all that and whatever. So I admire that. I guess it's not the people competing that I think are being lazy. It's just whoever created the concept. There's no imagination behind it. No one sat down and thought of, let's make this competition more creative or, or more multifaceted. Uh, but that's small. Like, I mostly don't care and I'm mostly am not jealous. 
Well, I guess what we've come to the end and we've distilled that um, cup stacking is a pointless diversion on the slag heap, which <laughs> we, keeps us from we, considering we, our empty lives and inevitable painful we, we've, deaths. We've, we've sucked cup stacking for all the hot we, takes it can, we, it can muster. If you would like to find past episodes, look on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet us at, at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us at NoahAndBillDon'tGetIt at gmail.com. Visit IDon'tGetItPodcast.com. And when you're on iTunes, Give us that sweet, sweet bone yes. marrow of review. Tell the world eat. you're having fun listening to us, even if you're not. Even, especially if you're not. Especially if you're not. Please lie. Lie. Twitter, at William Scurry. YouTube, A.M. Caesar. Noah Tarno? Uh, at Noah Tarno, still continuing the 2017 karaoke marathon. Aiming for 400 songs, I'm at 257 now. Uh, and of course, I'm all about Big Quiz Thing, bigquizthing.com, at Big Quiz Thing, uh, private, corporate, Customized trivia events everywhere. The best there are, the best there ever will be. It's cool. Folks. Wow, look at me praising myself. Very. Uh, it says a lot. You're jealous. Yeah. You're jealous of your own self. I'm jealous of my own self. Until next uh, cup stacking slime filled uh, Lana Del Rey episode. I do not get. I don't. I do absolutely not. I don't get this. I don't get it either. Goodbye. A production of American Caesar Enterprises, 2017.